Welcome to Over the Back Fence. I'm Di Edwards. I'm Nicola Dale and we're buddies of nearly four decades and yes, we actually do happen to share a back fence. We do. <laughs> we love parties, people, inspirational stories and honestly, making the most out of life. <laughs> so join us as we open our hearts, share our stories and hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world and have a laugh <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> So how's the diety going? Didn't you go away with the girls for a little weekend up to the Hunter or something? How was that? <laughs> that was dangerous. That was, I mean, it's bad enough going to the Hunter and drinking, let alone do a, a concert and drink too. It's like, <laughs> I, I, look, I, I, all I know is we waited an hour to get alcohol. I missed out on John Stevens. And oh, I think he's the hottest thing that's ever walked on this earth. John Stevens. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. well, you like, well, you've got the bit of the Bowery hot. boy, haven't you? you know, yeah. So I don't know. He's just, he's just gorgeous. Yeah. In every, and his sexy voice. And then um, while we're still waiting for our damn alcohol <laughs> lining up, you know, I'm going, is this really happening? We were in the Hunter Valley and we're waiting for an hour for freaking bar. So we decide to buy 400 bottles because <laughs> we're not going to come back and wait and line up. But honestly, Rod Stewart, I was actually, I thought, oh, do I really want to go? I've heard his voice, isn't that great? He was on fire. Yeah. So were we mm. with all our, I was <laughs> clinking bottles at my feet and and it was going clink, clink. I said, someone must have left them. And they're, no, they're all the bottles you guys have drunk. I'm like, are oh, you kidding me? How are we going to get out of here? Look, <laughs> it was hysterical. We went to a most fabulous place for drinks prior to the concert. That was the problem. So we were an EBA before we even got there. Oh, Rod would yeah. have been proud of you. We did a massive <laughs> wine toasting. Yeah, Isn't he was he incredible? He's 78. It's, I see, He's I still find it hard to and believe. still rocking it. Yeah. Uh, which I just Scary. think is, I mean, is inspirational. And you know what? Why not? He still can do it and it's great. And <laughs> Benny's young and fab, isn't she? You got to meet her. I did. I was yeah. lucky to meet her. It's just great. Yeah. yeah, I was very she lucky just to meet them so both. Normal. They're just great. Isn't they're she absolutely. a police woman? She does that as well. Yeah. <laughs> she's that as well. And, yeah, she, no, she's very cool. But you know what yeah. I saw was, um, is Richard Clapton in concert, and um, it was his 50 years. I reckon he's up there as well, too. You know, he's probably, you know, similar age to Rod Amazing. Stewart. And his voice is just still incredible. And it was interesting seeing all the people there dancing and carrying on. It was like all these oldies, um, like hippies. And, <laughs> yeah. and everyone loved every word. But it's it like just, when you go to the Blues Fest, you go, yeah, I feel fine here. They're all about my age. But you can't beat it's live music, it. can you? You can't beat it. It's the greatest high. to give you had 49 bottles of champagne <laughs> or wine. But no, it's it's – and look – you know, if they're lucky enough to have longevity, I mean, my brother-in-law, Mark Hunter, you'd all know April Sun mm. in Cuba, Dragon. But, you know, some of them have just been, you know, particularly in the naughty days when a little bit of the drugs came into that music industry, a few of them <laughs> passed away. So I think when I look at someone like a Rod Stewart up there on the, on the, on the stage and I go... How lucky are you, mate? Yeah. Because, exactly. you know, uh, rock and experience. roll, you know, 
on tour. It's all Yahoo. But you've got to admire them. You Don't really you? do. You, you really and do. you they had, um, you, you, met, you met Richard, didn't you? Richard yeah. Clapton, I did, yeah. He's great. Is he? I towered over him. Yeah. Oh, he's short, right, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, really lovely, you know, lovely guy. And I think he still parties hard, so I don't know what their secret it's is. It's amazing. You know? But, uh, you know, it was good. He got the place rocking and, you know, so you just sort of can't beat music. Yeah. But I talk I about it. with music. Who have yes, you got? Who's our music queen music. in the room? <laughs> Hold on, Grandma has to put her glasses on. There we go. Well, today we have Mandy. Is it pronounced Coolen? Coolen. 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 It's a Dutch name. It's a cool name. It's a Dutch. It's a Dutch name. What a treat having Mandy. Every time I come to the office, I always have a big giggle. I just look at her and just giggle. She's actually an executive producer of Diamantina Podcasts here, where we. Actually, at our back fence, at our back fence, <laughs> and where we come on Mondays and record. And Mandy has an amazing love of audio and a background through radio, and of course, producing, as I mentioned, podcasts. And I think there's like how many podcasts are they producing here at Dharma? Do you know what? I've lost track of how many. I think I do anywhere between six and ten a week, different ones, That's different huge. individual podcasts. Um, but yeah, I've lost track. Diamantina's got. Uh, must be 80 plus. That's a lot. Yeah, That's a, a lot, lot of podcasts. Yeah. Huge. Well, look, honestly, Mandy, we're so excited to have you on and have a chat further about, well, so much. You, oh, podcasting, I'm so excited audio, to be here. radio. Oh, so welcome, Mandy. Yeah. Thank this you. Is just, yeah. It is a treat having you here. Oh, I thought we've got the real VIP in the room. Oh, come <laughs> on. I just true. can't believe you asked me to be on. I'm so excited. Oh, but oh. you girls walk into the room here, <laughs> and we all know this here because, we, you know, the office is here. You walk in, and it's like a little ray of sunshine oh. just appears from the stairwell. Oh. So we love having you. I don't know. Our, I don't know. Look at the group. wall. Well, who, whose idea was it to install exactly. the come soundproofing? Come on. Tell us the goss there. That's concerning. Okay, so my partner's a tradie and we did need some soundproofing put into this little room here. So we did that and I might have said something. I might have said something to you about having heard your laugh. You two yeah. laugh through the door, which is definitely not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Oh, you, you guys are gorgeous. You do good work. You're yeah. gorgeous. So tell us about you, Mandy. You know, like you've you've backgrounds in radio. Where did it all yeah. start? Started in community radio in Adelaide. So I'm an Adelaide girl, ah. and I volunteered at the age of 24. I think I was at the local station just to get involved. I already got married at that point. I got married very young and I needed something that really, you know, excited me. And I was drifting from dumb job to dumb job. I'd been to uni and I, you know, got an arts degree, which was like, you know, worth nothing. And so I, and I, I walked in and I just fell in love with it instantly. And it was a really old studio and it wasn't, wasn't very well equipped. And, you know, we're talking pre-internet sort of time and, you know, it was pretty basic technology, but I loved it. And, you know, I did radio plays and got on air and did the jazz show with the oldies. I just mm-hmm. I just did whatever I could. I just wanted to be on air and I wanted to make audio. Passion. So that's, yeah, that's how that passion started. And then I just got into some voice work and bugged the the boss of Triple M Adelaide until he gave me a job. Like I bugged wow. him. I yeah. bugged him and bugged him, that poor man, Jeff Berzicott. I apologise <laughs> to you right now. And how would you bug him? Like how would you go about I'd doing that? I'd just call that? him, drop him an email. Not a slap on it, the arm. It was, it was more like. 
just well, actually, drove I'm, him mad with phone calls. W- with phone calls. But I was lucky enough to do voice work at Triple M, which meant I was in the building. Oh, good. And so when I was in the building, I'd just swing past his office. And he'd run the other way. No. <laughs> <laughs> he could see me coming. I think he, he did come. just give me the job to get rid of me. But I'd just drop, I'd drop in his office and I'd say, hey, still here, still looking for work. Remember me? Remember me? I think actually that's a good tip for life, though, don't you think? Yeah. With most things, it's is persistence. Yeah. Whatever field you're in, yeah. you think, keep on trying. So Eventually, true. you're going to get there. You don't are. give up. Don't not give be up. afraid of the mm. knockback. Yeah. yeah. And I got a lot. I got a lot of knockbacks. But I kept persisting. And then I started there and I nearly lost my job a few times because I kept stuffing it up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and why was that, Mandy? Well, I think I locked myself out of the building one day. <laughs> so I locked myself out and it was a very early start on a weekend. And I could hear the audio of the radio station being pumped through the foyer. But my, I couldn't get in. I'd left my tag somewhere or something oh, had no. happened. It's a big night the night before. Maybe. (laughs) Highly likely, Nicola, highly likely. And then I could hear the traffic bed playing. So the traffic bed is the bed that plays underneath the traffic report. And normally you have like two or three minutes so that you can then fade it down and start the next thing. This is radio talk. Yes, this is radio talk. But what had happened was because no one was in there, because I was locked out, I couldn't get the traffic report. (laughs) So there was this... Traffic bed just playing over and over <laughs> and over and over. I'd and go was, mental. How I, did you get in? Uh, I had to ring someone in the end and there was someone <laughs> on the sister station who let me in and I raced up there and, and oh. oh, my God, I felt sick. Yeah. And I made lots of mistakes like that in the first few years. So, I, yeah, I think I did okay just so to you, hang on to my So you, the lesson learned you get there three hours early. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep the night there. Yeah, maybe don't drink with your friends the <laughs> night before. And so what sort of was it? Um, what sort of music was playing then? Like when are we sort of talking? So it's funny just listening like to trends. your intro about mm. Rod Stewart and mm. about Richard Clapton. Yeah. I mean, you two sound <laughs> like rockers from way back oh, and festival <laughs> queens which is amazing yeah. yeah it was triple m was very much a rock station yeah. and i i think i was always a rock girl i liked a bit of pop in my teens but generally i'm a rock girl so it was a perfect fit it was an absolute perfect fit so i ended up on the request show there and different things and then got an opportunity in new south wales to come over and work for a station on the central coast ah and did you used to listen back sort of back in the day i mean you're younger than us too but you know with music there's the cassette you know used to put that in the car oh. and go driving and, i'm you know, i don't like think the... i'm that much younger than you i'm 50 <laughs> and i used to love the cassettes in the yes. cars yeah. and also i remember singles um <laughs> i mean i used to love my Mum and Dad's records, the record player, when you'd get the record out of the sleeve and you'd have all the lyrics on the jacket mm. and you could just sit there and read the lyrics and sing at the same time. I mean, I really, I kind of resent the fact that I've paid for music on mm. vinyl, on <laughs> cassette, Everything. on CD, and now wow. we're still paying what for a it journey. on a streaming service. A streaming that, that's services. actually amazing how far it's come. It is. All the different it is. avenues of playing music. But, yeah, music's a pretty big part Remember of Remember the life. tapes and the, the, the ribbon would come out? And, and you had to get, get a pencil. pencil. The old pencil pen and wind it in. Yes, yes. Oh, and you used to make up tapes. I think, you know, I read something with you, Mandy, too. You used to make up your own love tapes. Oh, I used to know? make a mix tape for the boyfriend. Did you used to make a mixtape for the boyfriend? Road trip and so you would, uh, and what would what would uh, we say on oh, these? Give us an example. God, now say. you're asking yeah. me. God, talk that's about a going, road trip and a half. That's going back a while. Look, it was probably some Kate Bush. 
I mean, it was yeah. probably some sort of thing. Was it that in the I panel van with the oh. curtains? <laughs> was I her foot on top. Okay, pause. We're going to a panel van story. Okay, I hope I you don't mind it. a tangent. No, we, we I wasn't it. allowed no. to go to the Easter show because a, a guy had a panel van. Okay, yeah. I my dad said you can't go because yeah. he had a panel van. What is it if it's um if it's a rock and don't come and knock it? Okay, I went out with a guy with a panel van. Okay, I met him at my first job. My first job was pumping petrol. Petrol was forty-five cents a litre back then. That's how old I am. <laughs> and this guy wanted to take me on a date and he drove a panel van. Anyway, it was the first ever date I was going on with a guy who had a car. So I think I was 14 and he was 16, right? <laughs> you get free petrol. Little did well, you know had a bed in the back. <laughs> well, mum and dad made him come in oh. to meet them, right? Oh. Now, my mum and dad were pretty big pranksters. So, oh. okay, so wait for it. This is my first <laughs> ever date. I'm 14. The guy's got a car. Mum and dad are sort of like, all right, we're going to freak this guy out. Some, one way or another, we're going to freak this guy out. So I go up to get the door. He comes to the door. I go up to get the door. By the time I go back down to the dining room, mum and dad have both put on these clown wigs, these ones with the bald bit at the front Stop. and then the clown wig around the edges, and they're just reading the paper like nothing's happening, like it's all pretty normal. It's a Saturday night in the Coolin household and nothing's happening. And they go, oh, good day, mate. How are you going? And they just get up and they shake his hand and he's... He's like, what the fuck have I walked into? And so, anyway, they met him. And the reason he That's had... That's great and the, value. I know, they're great really? fun. But the reason he had a panel van was because he played a sousaphone. Uh, a sousaphone? <laughs> I love that one. So he wasn't quite the sexy not, fiend not a, that I thought not a he was. Phone, a phone. He played oh. a sousaphone. He had this giant brass instrument that took up wow. the entire that panel That is a band. scream. So there was wow. no snogging. Oh, gee. There wasn't even... You Next. Know, couldn't, you couldn't do a scissor with the sousaphone. Whose who, who's, who's petrol am I going to pump tomorrow? And, you know. Oh, my God. Wow. So that was wow. a fun story. That is yeah. just That's so a panel band. At least you were allowed band. out with a man with a panel well, I wasn't even allowed at the door. That's the only guy I had a date. With, so with angry the panel my father. Oh my and so then how long so were you in working in radio in um, up the coast, Central Coast? So I was up there for about 10 years at 2GO, which eventually turned into Triple M. And then and that was mainly breakfast television. Yeah. That, that's, that's a prime time slot. Yeah, it was. I, I developed breakfast television. Oh, sorry. breakfast radio. I've got TV in my brain. I've so got TV in my brain. But that, so you had two guys. You Me and, and a guy. guy. And that was fantastic. And I, I really loved the community up there. And I think that's one of the things about working in a community yep. that's a bit smaller than somewhere Beautiful. like Sydney, you get to really invest in those people and to meet them and to work with clients. And it was just such a great community of people. We did a lot of fundraising. We've, yeah, it was just a fun, fun time. I enjoyed it a lot. And then I just got burnt out actually, and just wow. needed a break because it's pretty exhausting. I mean, breakfast radio, you're up at four. You know, I had two kids at that time. I went through a, a separation at that time. A few so things going on. Yes, a couple. <laughs> and so, you know, being a single mum trying to do those hours oh. and still be present to your kids and help them with their homework at nine o'clock at night when you're literally just falling over with exhaustion just became too hard. And I did it for a while and then I needed to just stop. And I stopped and thought, oh, I'm just going to bounce out of here and just get a job because <laughs> everybody do. knows me. Yeah, I've been on the yeah, radio. Yeah. And, I, and I had a lot of skills that were transferable, but I just couldn't find anything. I, I just went through this really tough patch of 
probably just being a bit burnt out and not really knowing what to do next. And then I ended up finding myself a job with a women's refuge actually, and helping women up, who up were... in Central Coast. Yeah. yeah. I was on the board of Coast Shelter, which um, helps homeless people, and they had a job going in one of the shelters, so I stepped off the board and, and went and did that for a while, which was... What a was, contrast of oh, worlds for was, you. It was... And how was that? You know Open what? your eyes in Yeah, I think what it did was show me that really horrible underbelly in this country mm-hmm. that I think you know, I'd rather not think about, to be honest. Mm. I mean, we have to think about it mm. and I'm glad we're dealing with it finally. You need to, need to make awareness of it too, Absolutely. You? And, and you know, I, I did enjoy many elements of it, but I found that I was too soft for it. And I, it just, mm. I would take it home and I would right. agonise for these poor women and I would find out that they'd gone back to their partners after I'd helped them and things wow. like that. And it would just be, it just was heartbreaking. Yes. It, was, yes. it was heartbreaking. Hey, but, you know, it's interesting, Mandy, is that the fact that you've continued... Uh, with the energy, with charity work, uh, I think that that's admirable. I think it started when I was on the radio because we were affiliated with charities and one of the ones we were affiliated with was the Cancer Council. And I think, you know, I was kind of thrust into it. I didn't really sort of choose to go and do it. I was thrust into it as part of my role, but it became something that I felt really passionate about. And then, of course, once you start doing that sort of stuff you kind of, you think, well, why not? Why not do it? I've got the time. I've got the energy. Let's so go. tell us about that. So did, have you done it? I know you've got like a dance-off coming up, but have you done one in the past? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's what happened. The mm-hmm. Cancer Council approached me while I was on air at, uh, on the Central Coast and they said, look, we're going to raise money doing this new thing, this new thing called Dancing with the Stars, where they basically rip off the TV show. Great. Pair <laughs> you up with a professional <laughs> dancer and you learn a dance and then you raise money for it. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time they'd done that. Great concept. Is it's it? a great yeah. concept and yeah. they've replicated it in many country towns as well. So you'll you'll find that there's one in Wagga and there's one in Wollongong oh, and I there's they're all over the country now and they do and it's so fun. And so that was my first sort of foray into it and then we we did other things as part of the radio station. We did a 24-hour radio broadcast. What? Which was for the Ronald McDonald House. You're saying you're exhausted with breakfast. Oh radio. my oh. god. 24, 24 right, right, right. Oh. hours. I mean, we were dribbling some shit by 4 a.m. <laughs> Let me tell you, we were not talking coherently. Literally dribbling. Yeah, we were. <laughs> but the Cancer Council's wow. kind of remained the one that I've I've loved. The homeless stuff was a big thing too for a while there. But um, good on you for giving back. You said to the community, but you know the wider audience. I think. Mm. It's just and so, what did you dance to? I danced this jive <laughs> last time, and it was really quick. And I was ten years younger and a fair bit lighter, and a little bit more agile. And so, I'm doing it again this year. They've asked me back for the tenth anniversary of oh, this event. Oh, that's great! And when's great. that? That's coming up in May, May 26. And how okay. can the listeners like? Oh, oh, look, I'd involved. love anyone who yes, wants to donate yeah. and get behind like, it would be fantastic. How do they? Yeah. I can give you a link to we'll put the link up. stick in the notes yeah. and maybe if you feel like you can sling us 5 or $10, that would be amazing. Fantastic. Because so, yeah, that's all that. it takes sometimes, isn't it? it? Just like a simple $5 can yep. make a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. And the intention, I'm give, again, like what Mandy's been doing, giving back to the community, yeah. even if it is $5, that's all you have. doesn't matter. You've done mm, it. It feels good. It Both feel sides. Good. It, it does. does. And just a little personal story. So, I mean, We've all lost people from mm. cancer, so I won't go into all the people that in my life that I've lost because I think we've all we're all aware of how devastating it is. But you know, my brother is a medical researcher, and he was working on a cancer uh, project uh, research for about fifteen years. 
and this project was starting to, you know, get some results. These things take a long time to get results and you have to prove it over and over again and all sorts of things. And then late last year, the money got cut, the funding got cut and he basically had to stop research that he'd been working on in cancer to do with cancer proteins and, and things that he'd been doing for a really long time. So a lot of these charities are funding research, mm. which is a great thing. And we need the research. Oh, we I sure agree. do, don't we? need we? the research. Mm, that's because the key. It is. Well, congratulations for I that. Know. Well, we're, we're right thank you. Julie, and, uh, 100%. And so what are we dancing yeah. to now? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we're dancing. So this time, this time my genre, ladies, <laughs> is musical theatre. Oh. Jazz hands. Oh, this will be fun. Fun. It's going to be fun. So and good. can I tell you, and I'm sorry, I'm going to blow my own uh, mm. sousaphone here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I won the first one. Yay. Well, that's pressure on. I know. That's it's pressure massive on. pressure on. But wow. how poetic would it be to come back 10 years later and take when it out? When it, uh, look, she's oh driven. <laughs> she is driven. Oh, yeah, I'm driven. Speaking of being driven, we want to hear all about podcasting. Podcasting. Yeah, and we're actually sitting, the two of us in front of you. Mm. On a podcast, it's we so are. Good. That's so very meta. It's still. Someone told me just recently that we're still early days with podcasting. It's like I know it's been around for mm, yes. quite a while, but more and more people are saying, "Well, how do we hear the podcast? And what is a podcast?" Um, and I think maybe to you know our age, people mm. are sort of maybe a bit slower to adopt some of the technology and stuff. Like, that's a generalisation, mm. but mm. you know, I think that the more I get pe- that. the more mm. people are able to find it and and use. The technology, then yeah, podcasting will so continue to grow. So how did you get grow. into podcasting yourself? Well, when I left radio, yep. I, and I did have a second stint on mm-hmm. breakfast radio on the opposition on the Central Coast. So after I left, <laughs> after I left um, doing <laughs> other various things, I went and um, and pestered the the boss of the other <laughs> station. <laughs> and I, and I, I, kept, I kept ringing him, and I'd say, <laughs> "Hey, so here. when you're ready to sack your current breakfast show, you know where I am." I was oh, really cheeky. Good. I was very cheeky. You gotta be sometimes. So I got a job doing that and I worked with the comedian Akmal for a while. Yeah, he's fabulous. He was fun and uh, a few other people. So that was a lot of fun. And then (laughs) they didn't renew my contract. So I ended up without a job. But you know what? That seems to be that the industry is just renowned for it too. Yeah. And it is. Very harsh. Yeah. Very harsh. You know, mm. you know, you'll be the star one day yeah, yeah. and gone the next the it's gone. Gone. They yeah. cut you. And that's mm. what happened to me. And so I found myself unemployed again mm-hmm. and not really knowing what the next step was. And then I just thought, you know what, I'm going to throw caution to the wind and go down to a radio station on the south coast. And this time as the content director, which I'd always wanted to try my wow. hand at. I'd always wanted to try being you know, in charge of the content and running a station, you know. So I, I went down there and then lockdown came. Oh, no. <laughs> it, was, it was so difficult. Are you with the kids at this stage? Like, how old are the kids at no, this stage? No, the kids have kind of moved on at that Great. point. So okay. my kids are So you're running your own race. Running down my own the South Coast. Yeah, went down there on my lockdown. own. But that was the first time in my life I'd lived on my own at the yeah. age of 48. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I had lived with somebody, whether it be a husband or mm. children or my family or whatever, my entire life. How confronting was that? It and was pretty confronting. Well. It was pretty confronting. Mm. And mm. I and I managed to last sort of eighteen months and then I went, hang on a minute, I you know, I'm living down here with 
nobody. Yeah. And it just... What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. I love it down here, but Mm. no. I I need my people. Mm -hmm. So that's when I came to Sydney and I thought, right, how do I transfer all of those fabulous skills that I've got from 20 years in radio and from coaching people and performing and the tech side of it as well and podcasting was a natural fit but I also loved podcasts like I'd been an early adopter to podcasts and I thought this is this is me and then it's meant to be it took 47 job applications what in the podcast arena yeah to, to get, get a job, seriously. Yeah. Well, a lot. It persistence. took a lot. Persistence yeah. with you. She's yeah. got that, hasn't she? Yeah, you just you just can't give up. I was close a few times and I applied and did some other shitty jobs in the meantime, but um, I, I knew I wanted podcasting and these guys gave me a go and I wow. love them for Don't it. We love them. Mm. So yeah. what are the trends in podcasting now? So true mm. crime is a really big it's genre. Huge. It's huge. I can't believe how many people I know that are into it. And I'm it's mainly so women. Women mm. love it. Women mm. love what true crime. What is that about? I think it's – I've been thinking about this yeah. actually, Di. I yeah. think it's because you get to listen to a story. You know it's based on fact. It's kind of mysterious. I guess it's like why people watch Midsummer Murders and Vera mm. and CSI. They're really – you know, those shows on TV are really popular because it's sort of – you're not watching all the blood and gore, but you're getting the mystery and, and there's something to be resolved at the end of it never been a huge one for the crime but I tell you what mm. I love the teacher's pet mm. and how that actually changed lives you know and then you've got Chris Dawson now who's behind bars Correct. and that yeah. brought the community together as well didn't it? It did. You know, it people did. And people started feeding information in so there is that element to the true crime mm. it's that voy- it's a combination of that voyeuristic that naturally curious human trait and also the need to find justice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we've seen it overseas with the people that brought out serial as well. So what about what's some tips for us you know here we are I'm not I mean, edge. Come I mean on. we're you know, as like far away <laughs> from crime as you can get <laughs> women of our age starting out with a podcast like yeah, this at you our know. age I think what you're doing is amazing. So it's really positive. I love the positive energy that you guys bring to your podcast. And what I also love about it is it's really embracing the age and the time of life that we're in. And and I'm noticing that there are a lot of women talking about getting older. There's uh, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus has just brought out a great new podcast called Wiser Than Me, which I'm in love with. And I think... I'm in love with it too. I was just saying with that Jane Fonda one. I'm obsessed with it. Obsessed with it. Amazing. But what I'm finding is that women are finding their voice and podcasting is this fantastic platform that is able to give women a voice that perhaps they haven't been able to do you know or, or have over the years and especially perhaps women our age who've had a lot to say and yeah. haven't really always had the ability to do that because prior to social media and, and podcasting how did you do that like how did you you know talk about the important matters and bring things to people's attention and have important conversations about Divorce and separation and children and life and growing and transition and all the things that happen, right? So yeah. I love what you're doing. I think oh. this is amazing. And yeah. globally, that's what's blowing yeah. my mind out yes. too. You know, we've only been going for a short time. I was going, oh, my goodness, we're in 17 countries. Someone yeah. in Iran is listening it's to us. It's remarkable. That wouldn't yeah. have happened before. No. That blows my mind. When a woman entered her late, her late 50s and 60s in the olden days, as I put it, mm. she was literally put out to pasture. Oh, absolutely. See Bye-bye. You're worn out now. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're not useful now, to us anymore now it's like what do we say throw the gate open yeah. here i come watch out yeah. go for it 
Wake up each day. What do we say, Nicola? Set the, world, set the world, on fire. world on fire. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yes. No, it's true. Yeah. And I think it is really great through podcasting that we can sort of express that and you can hear different stories and you can also feel that you're not alone experiencing something. You Correct. know, like the divorce when you felt that way and then when you hear other people's stories – it helps you. So yeah, true. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So keep doing yeah. what you're doing. Oh, yeah. thank you. I want to know a little bit better because I sort of read on, on your Instagram there too that you're a bit of a cheese lover. I, I am a cheese what's, lover. What's your favourite? What's your favourite cheese? Oh my god, I can't <laughs> tell you my favourite. I'm, I'm Actually, in love you're with so many. many. I do cheddar. love a beautiful stinky brie, or then you've got feta. I mean, you can't be parmesan. I think it would have oh to be parmesan. Have oh. three in less than two seconds. Well, oh. I tell you what, you have oh to clean god. your teeth because I think the next thing you got then that you're an appropriate kisser. This is on your Insta. <laughs> this is, but don't you think some people are inappropriate kisses? Oh, it's all you? in the Well, kiss. you mean kisses on the cheeker or no, the lipper. I'm talking about She's talking about You're talking about pashing. You're talking about love bites and pashing. Well, because yeah. there's nothing worse than going in for a kiss that's, you know, maybe you know, no tongue and, uh, you know, oh. you're just going in for a nice little or kiss. the tongue like, goes to the back of the throat. And somebody starts to <laughs> choke you with their tongue. Yes. Like, that's not appropriate. That's my tonsil, okay? Like, read Leave the room, alone. read the situation and mm. kiss appropriately. That's what I'm saying. Oh, what sort of up. kiss do you like, Mandy Boo Boo? <laughs> Look, when you're saying goodbye to someone, or, or, you know, you might have a bit more of a smoochy smooch, but you're not going to do that if your partner walks in and at your workplace and is taking you out for lunch or something. You're not going to stand there and have a massive snog, no. are you? Kiss it can either make or break something, can't it? You it know, can. Like if you kiss... If you're you know, a bad kisser, kisser or a bad I mean, or a woman or a bad whatever, kisser, it's it's over. It's kind of a deal breaker, really, isn't yeah. it? This oh, one I, had a good kiss. Oh, she was single, and she kiss. had it was. I was so excited because I was saying, "Die, come on, it's time to get out there." And I said, "All you need to do is have a pash and a dash," and she succeeded. <laughs> was it a pash and a dash? Or I, had, was it more? I hadn't pashed a guy for thirty-four years. I've been married for thirty-four years. Hang on, what? One Pashed man, from my yeah. thirty-four years. You pashed the same man for thirty-four years, and yeah. then how long did and you? And then go? we broke up. Yeah, and then. I uh, went away with Nickawicka and um, and you said get your pasha on. Yeah, and it was great pasha. I was lucky it chose the right oh, pasha. Oh wow! And then he went, "Where are we going from here?" I went, "Oh, that's all. I just need to practice on your lips." God, <laughs> so it was you didn't God. shag him. No, God, no. Okay. No, yeah. I had no, to practice. It, this one wasn't the – it was the first step. Step by step. Step by step. Start again. And life's – yeah. But layer no, upon but layer. That yeah. is really hard to do, though, because yeah. you become so comfortable in a marriage. Yeah. And yeah. Well, how long yeah. were you married for? I was married for 16 years. It's a long time. And you're with a lovely partner now. And now, now I'm with mm. Bill Mick. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yes. Good Pasha. Mr. Soundproofing Man. Yeah, he's a great Pasha. Good. He – He's from okay. England. He's from England because I was so sick of the dating apps, right? <laughs> yes. And I was so sick of just not mm. having any control over mm. it that yeah. I decided the only way to control it was to swipe on English, Irish and Scottish guys. Oh, I love oh, this. I thought, you know what? How good's that? Well, my mum's English, my dad's Dutch. I thought, let's get some international flavour yes. happening yes. here. Yes. And it helped me to just Raise feel the like flags. I was in yes. control of it. It's the only thing. International <laughs> dating. You I know? love it. <laughs> And, and it worked. And it worked. That's a good date, isn't it? I let a Welsh guy go through as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm a sucker for the Scottish accent, so that would have been a... I love yeah, the Scottish that would have been I can't amazing. understand them properly. Well, that's but who, who needs to, as long as you're a good to worry pasha. about that? <laughs> as long as you're a good pasha. <laughs> and likes cheese. Yeah. <laughs>
And I love it, you know, falling in love at 50. Yeah, Yeah. it was a real surprise. So I kind of, you know, left the job down south single and kind of going, where the fuck is my life going? (laughs) Like I'm 50, I'm single, I'm living on my own, I'm perimenopausal, (laughs) that hit me in the face. No. You know, and I just thought, what the fuck am I doing? And it was that whole lockdown period. And then I met him and it was just like on like Donkey Kong from the minute we met. <laughs> oh, that is and, and then lockdown two happened. Oh, bingo. Which was brilliant. Yes. We just drank Hash. cocktail. Drank, and drank, ate cheese. Ate cheese, drank cocktails and, and shagged our That's way through the lockdown. It was lockdown amazing. I've heard of. It was, it was <laughs> deluxe. That's the lockdown made in heaven, isn't it? It was. Yeah. I actually yeah. met my partner in lockdown. Yeah, you know, right. That was yeah, kind of nice true. too. You know, like, Can I mean, you tell us how you met? He was saying that that was the best sort of pandemic ever which is you know like and it's so don't be disrespectful for all the people when it's just been so awful for them too we've all got but to get now, the silver you know, linings exactly but the silver lining yeah we had our own like little party so that was kind of fun so nice. yeah so you're lockdown, lockdown lovers too lockdown lovers it's got to be a book in that lockdown, lockdown lovers because it was either or heaven show. or hell and so many people post that you know like yeah. then, then split but yeah. you're right there was good and bad in it yeah. for everybody i think yeah there was some great awakenings but geez i mean i did some jigsaw puzzles yeah. I mean, I did yeah. some fucking enormous uh, jigsaw yeah. puzzles. <laughs> Get it. They were Monopoly. Boring. With the kids. And, but, you know, what do you do when you're locked in a house on the south I'm coast? Listening to, honestly, Monopoly. I was listening to podcasts, you know, and I really yeah. do because I love it mm. when I'm walking listening yeah. to podcasts. When mm. do you listen to them? Yeah. I listen when I'm walking or running yeah. and driving. around the house and driving yeah. and before I go to bed, I listen to them a lot. Yeah, if I wake at 3 o'clock in the morning, which tends to happen, mm. I Mm, me too. Me too. Uh, I'll put a podcast on. I yeah. know this sounds awful, but eventually, like, I'm yeah. into it and then it'll put me to sleep because yeah. I'm so chill with it. Yeah, same. Mm. So, I mean, podcast works for me. And guess what, in ladies? so many different ways. This morning, I listened to you in the shower. Oh, Ooh. well, uh, hello. <laughs> Just saying, I was <laughs> naked. Naked. <laughs> Loved it. You lose too. the soap. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I think it's fabulous. See, you're going to listen to a podcast anywhere. And having said that, with the 80-odd podcasts, like give me an idea or the listeners an idea about all of the variety. We've got um, Five of My Life, which is a fantastic podcast that I also produce uh, by Nigel Marsh, who I think you ladies would get along quite well okay. with. Oh, we might have to introduce might, you to oh, him. Oh, we always like an introduction. Should I practice a passion here? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's happily married, but I mean, you do you, boo. You do you. Just bring some cheese. (laughs) Question for you girls. Do you find that your friendships have changed as you've got older? Well, you two obviously have been Um, friends for a very long time. Well, we've gone through children and marriages and then breakdown of marriages and I'm presently single and Nicola's in, in a relationship. So that just in itself is mm. like such a huge, like, yeah. Yeah. like remarkable. I think the mainstay of our personalities is still there. There's a sense of a little bit of madness yeah. and a bit of just, come on, let's go and have some fun, a bit cheeky. Not, like, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, that's the hub of who we are no matter what goes on outside. I agree. It's the core of us yeah, too. No, absolutely. No matter what, if something falls down in yeah. my world, you'll be there for oh. me and vice versa. And but feel we'll it. always have a giggle and it could be the worst mm. times. Yep. But you, you've, got, you've got one another. But with friendships as a whole, it's funny. I 
I've always valued friendships so much, so I'm I'm kind of lucky. I think I've put into friendships mm. because I value it so much. But I've got my you know, very closest friends from my school days, mm. and I went and saw them not so long ago. And wow. you know, and two were my bridesmaids, and we're very very close. Wow, I have friends from when I was at William Angus College, and I'm still hang out with them, and they live different. You know, be in contact with them. I have friends say from Qantas days. And really close, and then you know our friendship and so our Nick circle was a great of friends. I, and then mm. so it's funny. I sometimes yeah. you've got the friends you mightn't have to see them as often, but mm. that you tap in yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, because you've got that real They're, connection and a real care. Yeah. And uh, so I value my friends so much. Yeah, and um, yeah, I really do. And uh, so I feel grateful because I've got some fantastic friends. So they're always there. You it's know, so important, yeah. isn't it? And I'll I think be friendships there for them are so and important. vice versa. So yeah. I had a lot of sisters. Yeah. I'm ah. one of eight. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. really – it's weird. This is really mm, strange. With five girls, mm-hmm. Wow. none of us are friends with anyone from school because I'd come home and there would just mm. be one big that's, party. Yeah. Like yeah, everyone right. wanted to come to our house because it was always just – High energy, just it would go. It was. I mean, so I hate the expression. I wish I knew it was you then, because I would have liked it to sneak over the back it was and mad. hang out at your place. Yeah, it was, it was mad. Yeah. So it's really <laughs> funny because, like, Nick has got some beautiful school friends in mm. Melbourne, but I, I, I remember saying to you mm. one day, none of us have. I mean, I, I'd run into them. I go, wow, you know how fabulous. But it was so consume or consuming at home mm. with so much going on the dynamics and always giving each other a hard time. It was mm. like, but like Nicola, friendships mm. I honour and treasure. Mm. And I, as one thing I'll say about my mama, I was lucky to be present when one of her really close girlfriends was dying, and her family were outside. But who was around the bed? Oh, it makes me teary. Was her girlfriends? Yeah. Her girlfriends were around her bed, mm, yeah. holding her, hugging her. And I think it was like two hours later she passed away. And mum turned to me and she said to me, I'll tell you one thing. I know you have a lot of sisters. But she said, as you get older, your girlfriends mean everything. Yeah. And don't ever forget it. Yeah. My mum had a yeah. similar thing too. Mm. She had a very core group of friends too. And from even from when she was at Turek Teachers College days. And, you know, mum lived to her late 70s. And the days before she died too, she had her friends that were from 17 there yeah, wow. and helping mum in different ways wow. there. And it was just it's so important. And yeah. then when mm. I lost mum, those friends of – so always mm. so important. Uh, we love friendship. What about yeah. you, Mandy? Yeah, yeah, no, friends are, like you, very, very mm. important. have always played a huge part in my life. Don't keep up with many school friends, but just value my friends. My friends are like – they're like family. And they're, through the yeah. tough times too. Through the tough times. Yeah. You know, there were girlfriends who would drive four hours down to the south coast to spend a weekend with me because they knew I was doing it tough, oh. you know. Mm. But I have another question. I've got too many Ooh. questions. Oh, I love okay. questions. So have you girls Ooh, ever, ever had a falling out? Have you ever had terse words? Words. Have you ever? No, it's a weird I can't one. even imagine it. It's weird. No. Because I think you, when I, you look, have really good you friends. You might get the shits about I might say something or do something, she'll get the shits about it or whatever. But Nicola's also one of those people that just, she rises above yeah. whatever shit's going on. She'll rise above it. And it's such a great gift. And what, how lucky am I to have a girlfriend like that? There's parts of me that I've changed a lot for the better. I used to probably hold on to things a lot more. And now I just sort of let, let it, it go. go. Life's so yeah, good. Let it go. But yeah, we're lucky. I, yeah. we, we just we've mm. just sort of don't really 
It's not. Need, it's just never been there. Look, there might be something, something that does it gives me. But I'll, yeah. I'll confront. I'm, I'm a real say step it. up to the mark person. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you are too. I ironically, mm, it's pure, and I think that that's a gift. But that's why if you have right? that ebb and flow. Mm. Yeah, that's why you're okay, so close. You don't like. I think that's not really working. Yeah, yeah. I don't like blah, 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 or yeah. something. Whatever. Or when you said that thing, but it just made me feel a bit weird. But whatever. you won't confirm to me and go. Uh, or just to make me feel better, she won't go. Oh, yeah, we'll fix it. Nicola will go because she's wrong. She'll put her case to me, and mm. I and I'll think about it, mm. and then no, kill her nine times out of ten. She's probably right, <laughs> oh. but 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 the point is, is it's put out there on the table, and it's, that's a that's a gift for life. If you can yeah. be authentic and honest and put your cards on the table, absolutely, that's the healthier way to. And, and that's I the mean authentic healthy. relationships you want, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, and I think because we don't live in each other's pockets as much as we too. sort of do a yeah. bit, you know. Yeah. Like, and we well, you, you live know, the next back, door to know, each other. Well, it's the back fence, but it's the back fence. I love that. It is a bit ridiculous. I think the secret too is having. Separate friends as well, yeah. and yes. having separate yeah. you know, your family. It's not like that. we move so around like I think sheep. If you yeah. only had each other, and you yeah. had to be codependent. Then it wouldn't be different. Oh, Whereas you add value to my life, and yeah. and vice versa. So no, and we're about it, to go on a holiday yeah. together. Are you? you know, yeah. We did bring a third Fantastic. person. Though, we're doing we? a mad cruise because we're going to a wedding oh, wow. in um in in Europe. Yeah, and then I said to Nicola, let's do a few weeks somewhere mad. I said, I want to go to Morocco and Portugal. She found this cruise. We'll be on the captain's table. Yeah. I'd love to be a fly on the wall great. for that. <laughs> we'll get some vision. Yes. <laughs> of some pashing. Yes. Get her another pash. Get her a cruise <laughs> pash. Oh, well, it was what? Nicola that encouraged me in the last she one. She needs a cruise pash. Mandy, <laughs> there's going to be news. There's going to be more than a pash. Oh, no. <laughs> God help us. there will be a report when uh, we I come back. I think that'll correct know, like, the yeah. earth. It'll, it'll move a few inches. Oh, no. Oh, well, we'll wait and see. I think uh, so. On that one. The no. love boat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think with Mandy with our signature question? Oh, yes. Who's going to shoot, God, baby? Yeah. Well, we do the first one. Okay, here we go. Okay. Have you finished all your questions for yes, us? Yes, yeah. I mean, I've got a thousand more, but we're just going to do yeah, that with drinks. You can ask some questions. You do another one. I think, yeah, one more. We um, like questions. Yeah, I know. What would you change? If you could go back and change one thing in oh. your life, what would you change? <sighs> Probably nothing because I am the person I am because of, because of everything of that things. went good and bad, yeah. you know. And I like, yeah. I really, I like myself. I really do right now. Yeah. I probably that didn't. Is the I was frustrated. Like growing up and whatever. Now I'm in a really good place. Yeah. Really good. So, yeah. so I wouldn't be happy possibly in this great place that I am now, mm. sitting here right now with this microphone in front of my mouth. If you hadn't gone through some of those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Nicola? I, I get that too because sometimes you go, you wouldn't change a thing because it does make who you are. But acknowledging that I think sort of looking back now, I probably wouldn't be as much of a people pleaser as mm. what I was when I was younger. You know, it was mm-hmm. just sort of I like used to think I had to say yes or if I couldn't do something, I had to give an answer and do all those things It's a very female there. trait too. Very, very much female so, trait. And know? I think that's it's called age, yes. Uh, that that's given me, I feel a lot more sort of empowered within to actually have more boundaries up mm. and also express different things, whether it's in relationships or whether it's in, uh, you know, in all different fields there. And it's you know, trying to say it the right way and I'm still always learning. Uh, but I think that's sort of something I look back on and I sort of think I can look back and go, oh, that poor girl, sometimes I, I did these things and really yeah. I should have then said, like, no, or well, that doesn't suit me, yeah. but I did it because I thought I couldn't say no and I had to make them feel happy. I can relate to that completely. What, yeah. do, what, what do you feel? Oh, what do yeah. you, I mean, what would you? I would probably go back and change the time just after my separation because I just kind of 
went a bit nuts. In what way? Did you go to him or to your life or to others? I just started blowing up my life a little bit. Right. You okay. know, yeah. when, when you when you're Reactive. going to. Yeah, I don't think I really understood what had just happened. And, and you know, you look back and hindsight's a great thing. But I just started, you know, drinking and playing and partying. And I had two kids. You know, it wasn't like it and how was. How old were your children then? My kids were early teens, very early teens. So, you so know, they're just going, that's just my mad mummy. They were. They would text <laughs> me from their bedroom and say, turn the music down. You yeah. know, I'd be drinking yeah. with my friends dancing. That's just mummy. And mummy it's like downstairs. a rebellion. And it was a rebellion and it was a reaction to, I think, getting married at 22, yeah. you know. and yeah. Time out. Yeah. And just kind now. of, yeah, was oh. like, okay, the, the the genie's out of the bottle. Yeah, <laughs> and right, Did you get it. some counselling yeah. or some support? Yeah, I, did, or yeah. to... I did get some counselling <laughs> and I learned a lot about myself from that and it yeah. was the best thing I'd done. That's a gift. And I I just think oh, counselling is great. Yeah, we're it is real great. fans of counselling and we've got a couple yeah. of counsellors in the room too, haven't we? I studied yes, it. You're, studied you're yeah. a counsellor. Yeah. Well, I did study it, yeah. And yet it was a personal journey too. Mm. Yeah, I'm about to embark on it again. I just yeah. feel the need again now, yeah. perimenopause. It just clears of, the air. You know, it's weird. Like the, when I lived in New York a long time ago, everyone had an analyst. Mm. Oh, yeah, an never, analyst. I never got it. But I think now it's just so much more acceptable to say, oh, I've just mm. been to a counter. In fact, it's embraced oh. and admired. Mm. Uh, good on you. Wow, that's mm. great. Yeah, I've just had a few things in my mind or yeah. something's annoying me and whatever. And I think also like community and over the back fence, mm. you know, some people don't have that gift of a friend to yeah. say yeah. Hey, or the uh, the ability to be able to share it with that friend. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Right? So a counsellor to be able to be so free-spirited and just say, this is happening. Yeah. Mm. And it's just... It's so beneficial. Gold. So that was like with yeah. our question, I suppose, yeah. you really, really yeah. answered it really, of what, yeah. you, what you would say to your 20-year-old self. Yeah. So it sort yeah. of you've... Sort but of also really kind of what you said mm. too, so don't don't think about pleasing everybody because mm. I, I just was. I was such a people yes, pleaser. Person. Mm. Yes, person. Yes. I was, I was the rebel. No, fuck off. Did I hear this on your podcast that no is a complete <laughs> sentence? Could be. Uh, yes, you're listening yes, to Asian yes, podcasts. Yes, I'm not yes, quite yeah, sure. Yeah. And Jane Fonda said that too on another podcast God, that as well too. She said no, and that's it. Yes, you know, yes. she's remarkable. Full stop. Yeah, I think she's got formaldehyde in her or something. Like, she's amazing. what is she? She's 120. <laughs> like, she's still probably teaching aerobics. <laughs> like, she's just a one. Well, I think she goes on love boats. She's a, a bloody Aries like you, Nikawi. Oh, well, you can't. I used to do aerobics to a Jane Fonda VCR. <laughs> I'd put the video cassette in, and it was the same thing every morning, the same routine. And Did you I, have the outfit. I had the outfit with the pink. Um, leggings, the white <laughs> leotard with the little clip belt. And the socks. You know, Do you the remember socks the little the clip belt? No, I love the Leg warmers. Socks. Yeah, leg warmers. Oh, I had it all. And I would yeah. do it. And my dad would be up there eating his egg for breakfast and I'd be down there doing Jane Fonda. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> dad would just be laughing at me. Well, from Jane Fonda to the dance routine oh, coming up on the 26th yes. of, of oh, May. So I'm looking exciting. Forward. Now, we've got the lucky yeah. last question. Yes. What do you think? Oh, okay, yes. If you had a choice of meeting anybody in the world over the back fence, oh. A, who would it be? And B, B. Why? why? 
Oh, wow. It's a mm. really tough decision. Mm. For you, oh, well, mind you, you love music. You love music. Well, I do. And I was thinking I've, about that. I was thinking about Nick Cave. He's a really oh, interesting character oh. who I've followed for many years. I, I would love to, to talk to him. I mean, if Prince was alive, I'd love to talk to him. Or Bowie even, I'd love to talk to him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, music is one of those great things, great connectors. But then there's people like Alain de Baton. I don't know whether you know him. He's an incredible modern philosopher who I think would have a, you know, a lot of great things to say. What about artists as well? Then you've got your Vincent van Gogh and you've got your Frida Kahlo. I mean, what a party this will be! Oh, let's do it. I reckon you've got the block of apartments there when they're all coming there. (laughs) What a hoot! It's too hard to choose. It's too hard to choose. But that's great. I love musicians. Would be fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. with music blaring. Music blaring. Mandy, this has been amazing. Well, you add music to everyone's world, and you certainly have to us. And you know, and thank you so much for making us feel so welcome here. Yes, you know, as part of totally. In part of the studio. She talks about, about us, but, yeah, but she's got the infectious know, smile. Here, exactly. And we walk in. I you just, too. And you've and got you, a cheeky I've oh. always been attracted to people that have a cheeky, cheeky smile. Because I know I there's know. certainly a story behind that A little bit that naughty. Exactly. A little bit, no, little that's, bit why you, that's why you got us. Because yeah. I thought, oh, no, we're really in trouble with the soundproofing. We're so noisy and everything there. And you'd be like there like laughing and giggling. Going, you know, like, no. That's, it's all fine. You know? Never, never quiet <laughs> these laughs, ladies. Never quiet these laughs. But it's thank you pleasure. so much. And you're, you're, you're certainly um, adding so much to all of our lives. And thank you. Yeah, you really are. Good and luck good, with the yeah, good luck. And we'll put that on uh, the show notes there so we yes. can support that. I'll be putting some money when Great my mouth is. Great Thank cause. you, ladies. Mm. And thank yes. you for, for always bringing a smile to, mm. you know, this office and to the world with this beautiful podcast i wish you all the very best thank you yeah gorgeous thank you everyone for listening and look forward to next monday when we all meet up again over the back fence the back fence yeah so um, how many stars daddy um 209 it's 209 stars well i'd say five's pretty good but i'll 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 shoot for the stars i know that you want the stars but also people should be following the podcast so that's the biggest thing you can do is tell a friend and follow 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 follow. yes follow you press follow or you subscribe and that way when every new episode drops it'll it'll tell you in your feed and you won't miss a trick with these gorgeous humans mandy Thank you for that yeah, Thank you, Please ladies. I that myself. We love you, Passion Monday. Passion Monday. Passion. Oh, yeah, Passion. Passion. <laughs> tongue in place. And don't forget the cheese before you patch. <laughs> <laughs>